Hey parents, and welcome to the first fireside chat. Comment down below if you guys are here, and we are gonna get started right away. So for those of you who don't know who I am, my name is Steven, I'm the founder of Scully, and obviously I'm the person who runs uh, the Facebook groups that you guys are all involved in. Now do comment down below if you guys can hear me. This is a new setup. This is a setup that I haven't really tested before. Um, so we'll see how it goes, but hopefully you guys can all hear me, and hopefully you guys will enjoy what I have to say, or maybe you guys might get a little bit triggered. Anyway, today I want to talk about parenting. Okay. So through these kind of videos, I want to kind of give you my thought process, my philosophy on, um, you know, parenting and how that co coalesces with the selective and scholarship preparation. Now, if you're watching this from, um, selective or the OC groups, you guys kind of know my spiel, right? You guys have seen four day challenges. You guys have seen three day challenges. You might be like, who on earth is Steven? What on earth does he do? What is this challenge? What is this dogma? What's going on, right? So I know a lot of parents out there uh, have questions about, you know, what my qualifications are, who I am, what I do. And so I wanted to just kind of clear that out just so that everyone's clear. Um, so my name is Steven. I graduated from a pretty top private school with a scholarship. I got entrance into James Ruse and I attended OC, Opportunity Class. Um, during my university years, I was studying law at Sydney Uni. I've obviously since graduated from there, but during my university years, I got started with a lot of tutoring. A lot of parents asked me to uh, tutor their kids. Initially, it started off with just the private scholarship exams, um, but later on, obviously, parents started realizing that I was pretty good, and then obviously, they started asking me to tutor them for selective schools, and then later on with the OC tests, right? And obviously, with the results that we've gotten, um, they're pretty good. So in my time of teaching kids, in my time of mentoring um, parents, I've come across a whole bunch of different parents, a whole bunch of different kids, from kids who are you know, very undisciplined to kids who are very, very disciplined to parents who are very uncertain to parents who are very, very certain. And through my time of talking to all these different parents, through my time of dealing with all these different kids, which by now has been literally in the hundreds, almost maybe even a thousand, um, I've come across a whole bunch of different people and I've developed a whole bunch of insights, right? Now, today I'm only going to talk about one type of parent. Today I'm going to talk about the biggest pains in parenting that I see as of late. Because again, on a weekly basis, our team, we have a whole team of kids, uh, sorry, a whole team of um, you know consultants who talk to a whole bunch of parents every single week. We've noticed a couple of things and I kind of want to share that in um, tonight's uh, fireside chat. The biggest problem that I see with parents, and one thing that I don't think parents understand, is that nobody is going to care about your child more than you do. So let me say that again. Nobody is going to care about your child more than you do. And that's a really, really important concept to understand. I get a lot of parents calling me up and they're like, Stephen, can you get me to James Ruse? Can you get me to Norman House? Can you get my child to Matthew Pierce OC? And I'm like, okay, yeah, I can. But what about you? And a lot of parents are like, what do you mean? Like, can you get them? Like, what's your track record? Steven, have you gotten kids there? I'm like, yeah, I have. I've gotten plenty of kids there. But like, I mean, how much effort are you willing to put in? Are you committed to the process? And that's where the parents are like, oh, I'm not sure. I don't really know. And I'm like, well, what have you done so far? And then we start unraveling the path, right? So the most important thing that I want you parents to understand is that the quality of your child is directly related to the quality of the parent, the quality of your parenting. Not the quality of the tuition, not the quality of anything, but the quality of your parenting. Let me give you guys an example. So oftentimes I get a lot of um, parents 
uh, who come to me and they're very uncertain. They're like, Stephen, I've been going to all these different tutoring colleges. I've been going here. I've been going there. I've been going everywhere and it's not working. And I'm like, what do you mean it's not working? They're like, I've, I've tried everything. It's not working. And I'm like, well, what did you actually do? Did you actually sit down and figure out why, where your child's weak? Do you know exactly what's going on with your child in maths and English? Do you know what's going on in terms of the reading comprehension? Do you know where the issues lie? And the parents are like, no. Aren't tutors meant to do that? Aren't like the group tuition classes meant to do that? And I'm like, are you, are you being serious? Because you cannot send your child to a group tuition class, like any group tuition class, mine's included, and expect your child to just get results miraculously. There are kids who will be able to do that. But again, kids are kids. You can't expect them to be able to do work without being told. And so with a lot of parents who don't take on that responsibility, their kids are not good. And the kids will never be good, right? Again, because they did not take on that responsibility. The quality of the parent is the quality of the child. Your child is a reflection of you. So for all those parents out there, and I understand there are a lot of parents out there who are a little bit confused. They're like, um, you know, there are tutoring centers who don't really teach my kid anything. Yeah, that's true. A lot of tutoring centers don't teach anything. But that's not an excuse for why your child is not good in terms of the maths fundamentals. It's not an excuse why your child is not competent at reading, right? A lot of that is still done by the parents. So the number one thing that I want to say to all parents out there right now is take more responsibility. Instead of blaming other people, instead of blaming your child, like I get a lot of parents who are like, yeah, my child just won't concentrate. Make them concentrate. Oh, you know, my tutor is not teaching them anything. They're not learning anything. Well, why don't you teach them stuff, stuff at home? You know what I mean? So the solution is never to be like, blame the tutor or blame, um, you know, the child, even though the child might be culpable, even though the tutor might be culpable, that's not the point. The point is you need to take more responsibility yourself so that your child can actually get better. And that's just a harsh reality. The best parents that I meet, parents who come in and they have very low expectations for their child, but they have extremely high expectations for themselves. And that's when parents win. That's where the children uh, the, the kid does really well. So I'll give you guys examples. There are some parents who come in and they're like, Stephen, I know my child's weak in inference. They cannot infer. They're weak in vocab. They cannot do vocab, right? They're weak in their maths foundations. They're weak at ratios. They're weak at this. And I'm like, yep, I know exactly what you mean. I can help you. I know you're on point. I know if I told you to do this, you're going to do it. And there are other parents who come to me and they're like, I'm like, yeah, can your child do two hours of work a day? And they're like, uh, I don't know. Like, you know, they've got all these different activities. They've got ballet. They've got like sports. They've got music. They've got all of these different things. I don't know. And I'm like, well, I can't help you. And they're like, what do you mean you can't help me? Help me? Does your program work? I'm like, yeah, it does work. But if you're not willing to put in even two hours a day and you're not willing to put in all that work, then it's not going to work. And so that's a really important thing that I want all parents to understand, whether or not you choose to go with Scully or whether or not you, you choose to go anywhere. And trust me, there are a lot of really bad coaching centers out there. I'm not saying that, but that's not the point. The point is, as a parent, you need to hold yourself to a higher accord. It's not, hey, my child is really you know, lazy. My child doesn't want to do the work. Uh, it's not an excuse. That is a reflection of you. And let me kind of backtrack a little bit because I know a lot of parents are going to get angry. A lot of parents are going to be like, what's going on? So let me, let me kind of backtrack and talk about this a little bit. So to give you a little bit of context, um, let's say, for example, you're a parent and you've only just recently started coaching for selective. Let's say you're in, you know, your child's currently in year five and you got selective tests coming up soon. And prior to year five, year four, year three, year two, you never sent them to any coaching, right? And so in year five, you magically decide that you want to go for selective schools test because everybody else is going for selective schools test. And you're like, you know what? 
I want to send my ch kid for selective schools tests and I want to do some preparation. So you start doing some preparation, you start going here, you start going there and your child is getting like 40%, 50% in the trial test and you're like, it's not working. And you start blaming everybody. You start blaming the tutoring center. You start blaming your child for not being conscious, just not doing the work. You start blaming this person, you start blaming that person. You blame everybody. Now, what's the real problem? Do you want to know what the real problem? The real problem is you. Okay. Now that might be harsh, but think about that for a second. From year two all the way to year four, when you were meant to be doing the preparation, you had your child play around, you didn't really care about them too much. And then year five, immediately you expect them to change. You expect them to do like three, four hours, five hours, six hours of work every single day. Now, how is that going to be possible? How is that feasible? How can you make that leap that quickly? Is it possible? No, it's obviously not, right? You need to acclimate. You need to train up for it. And yet oftentimes what I see is parents' expectations of the kids are that high and parents' expectations for themselves are this high. And when that happens, nothing, nothing goes well. And so what's the solution to that problem? Well, the solution to that problem is number one, have realistic expectations. And number two, start earlier, right? So if you're going to go for an exam like the selective or scholarship, if you're going to go for an exam that difficult, then you need to make sure that you start earlier, right? You don't want to start in year five. You don't want to start in year six. If you're going to go for OC, don't start in year four. It doesn't make sense, right? Have your expectations sorted and also be willing to acclimate for it. Because a lot of parents come in and they're like, you know, my, my kid's a genius. And they do my trial test and I'm like, no, you're not, right? And then they start complaining. They're like, oh yeah, but my kid's, you know, my kid's, uh, you know, my kid doesn't concentrate very well. My kid can't do this. My kid can't do that. And I'm like, okay, well, that's because you haven't trained them to do that yet. And so again, who's the, uh, who's the problem with? It's you. Now I get it. Like I know a lot of you guys are like, yes, yeah, Stephen, this is a bit, um, this is a bit harsh and I understand. But again, at the end of the day, if your child is 12 years old and under, they're your responsibility. And what you need to do from a very, very early age is determine exactly what kind of future you want for them. Whether you want them to go to the OC, to the selective schools exams and do them seriously, or if you just want to kind of half do it. You need to make that decision early. You cannot make that decision half a year before the exam. Like right now, I get a lot of parents calling me who are currently in year five, um, who have the selective schools exam coming in three months time. And they're like, Sim, can you, can you do coaching? And I'm like, yeah, I can, but I'm not going to take you on. And they're like, why? Uh, and I'm like, well, because I can't help you. I can't make an improvement in three months. It's impossible, right? Even if I make an improvement, um, you know, it's going to put the kid under too much pressure. So it's not worth it. And the parents get angry. They're like, yeah, Stephen, how can you be so irresponsible? What are you doing? And I'm like, well, that's just how I want to do it. Take it or leave it. A lot of parents... And again, I want to kind of preface this by, by talking about my personal experience because some parents saying, yeah, well, it's not completely my fault. My kid's not, uh, my kid, uh, you know, doesn't concentrate very well. My kid, uh, my kids uh, get really, really distracted very easily. Now, I want, to I want you guys to think about it like this. If you started coaching your kid or if you started kind of mentoring your kid from a very, very young age, let's say like four or five years old. And when I say coaching and mentoring, I mean doing it at home. Right? Making them do their time samples, making them read, making them memorize vocab from a very, very young age and building them up that way, then the transition to OC and selective is not going to be that hard. But if they're doing no work at all, if they have no foundations, if they're doing nothing, right? And when I mean nothing, like most of you guys are doing nothing, right? And then you suddenly put them in like a very rigorous program and expect them to get results, it's not going to happen, right? It's just not going to happen because unless you're ready, they're not going to be ready. And let me kind of, um, kind of talk about this a little bit more and kind of give you the ideal parenting strategy and, and what's going to happen. So 
Whenever you go for an exam like the OC or the selective, you need to understand that those exams are at least two to three years beyond the school curriculum. So immediately, you know, whatever they're doing at school, like that's fine, but it's not going to prep them up very well for those exams. All right. So for, for OC year four, you're probably looking at year six, year seven level, you know, state government level uh, material. Uh, selective is probably like a year eight, year nine level kind of standard, right? So if that's the case, you need to make sure that you train them beyond the school curriculum. Again, I get a lot of parents calling me up. They're like, yeah, Stephen, uh, you know, I've, uh, I've done this. Uh, you know, I've just started doing preparation and they're getting like 30%. And they're like, what do I do? And I'm like, well, you need to do more work. You need to build your foundations and you need to do child tests and you need to do this, you need to do that. They're like, oh, that sounds too much. I'm like, well, there's no other way. And so one of the first questions that you need to ask yourself when you're going to do the OC or selective is, are you serious? Do you seriously want to do this? It's not an easy process. It's not like you just enroll them in a WMG, enroll them in a trial test or whatever, and they'll be fine. It doesn't work like that. It's like, are you serious? Do you really want them to go through all that pain? Do you really want them to go through all that hardship to do the exam? If not, if you're not willing to go through the pain, don't do it. It's a waste of money. It's a waste of your time. Don't do it. There's no point. Only do it if you're sure that number one, you're willing to go through the kind of pain, the arduous, especially if you haven't been trained before. And number two, set your expectations realistically. Be like, okay, you know what? I'm starting at 50%. Let's try to make a 10% improvement every time. Hey, let's look at this, right? I'm going currently going to a trial test. I'm not learning anything at the trial test. Maybe I should start to teach my kid more at home. And so all the good parents know this. All the kids who come, all the really, really good kids, all the very intelligent kids who come to me at Scholarly have parents who are extremely diligent and know everything that's going on at home. Again, I understand that. Not every single parent has the ability to do that. Some parents are both working, right? I often get calls from parents who are both working. They're like, Stephen, have no time. I work from nine to five every single day. Um, I have no time to look after my kids. I have no time to kind of sit down and coach my kids. And I'm like, well, I understand your situation, but you, you need to understand that if you're going to go for some like OC selective, you've done no preparation before and you're expecting a tutoring college to teach you everything, that's not going to happen, right? It's simply not going to happen. So let's talk about a solution. I know I've talked about the pain enough. I know a lot of you guys are kind of like, Stephen, I get the pain. I understand what's going on. So let's talk about solution. What do you do then? If you're a very busy parent, let's say you have no time to look after your kid. Let's say your kid's not really listening to you. What do you do? Number one, the first thing that you need to do is you need to lower your expectations. So you might think of your child as getting like, I don't know, like 250, 260, being an absolute genius. You maybe need to lower that expectation a little bit because your, your child is probably not that smart. Okay, that's number one. Number two is you, you need to make sure that they have a good foundation. Again, there are a lot of parents who do trial tests and they do WMG, they do whatever. And when the kids do our trial tests, I'm like, your kid doesn't know anything in maths. Their calculations are so slow right? They're fractions or whatever. They're not fluent in anything. The English, they can barely read through reading comprehension. They can barely read through everything in, in enough time. Their writing is just atrocious. So what's going on? And then a lot of parents say, oh, they've been doing this coaching. They've been doing that coaching. They've been doing all these different types of coaching. And they start blaming all the coaching centers. And yes, it's very easy to blame coaching centers because in general, coaching centers in Sydney are pretty rubbish, right? They're pretty bad. Excuse my language, but they're pretty bad. But that's no excuse for not looking after your kid. Right? Even though I understand the situation that you're in, that is no excuse for not installing the foundations at home with a kid. You cannot simply let a kid go to a tutoring center and do nothing and just expect them to learn. It doesn't work like that. Unless your kid is brilliant, unless your kid is so intelligent, they're not going to be able to pick it up by themselves. 
And there is no learning that happens at tutoring centers. So that's something that a lot of you guys should understand. So let me break down each individual subject because I think a lot of parents are probably wondering, you know, Stephen, what's the solution? What do we need to do? English, vocab. Are you working on vocab at home? If we break it down to the smallest unit, the smallest rudiment of knowledge, English is completely prefaced on vocab. How many vocab words are you learning per week? Are you learning any words? If you go into a tutoring center and you're just doing random reading comprehension passages, you're wasting your time. Like there's no point in doing that. Like just memorize vocab, that's it. Writing, same thing, memorize vocab. Are they looking at really quality examples of writing? If they're not, what are you doing? Again, you're wasting your time. There's no point in doing novel study. There's no point in doing anything else if you're not working on your vocab. That's the first most important thing. Maths. A lot of kids in year five, they come to me and their calculations are atrocious. And when I mean calculations are atrocious, I mean, um, you know, four or five digit addition, you should be able to do that within a few seconds. Like, try this right now. If your child's currently in year four, year five, ask them just to do a four digit calculation. 4,326 plus 1,298. Ask them to do it. If they write that on paper and they do it and it takes them more than 10 seconds to do that four digit calculation, they're too slow. You know what I mean? Because when you have problem solving questions and you have so many of those calculations laid one after another, you need to be able to do it quickly. And so again, the question that I have for you is how are you going to do that if it's in a group coaching environment, if they're not practicing that over and over again? Again, it's parents' responsibility. Number two, uh, or sorry, number three, when we talk about some like thinking skills or GA, again, what are you doing? Are you doing any work at home or are you just completely relying on the tutoring center? So again, that's kind of the, the level one of parenting, right? Like level one is like the parent who doesn't do any work, sends the kids tutoring, expects like a big difference and they, they get disappointed every single time. And they're like, why is my kid not improving? Level two of parenting is parents who are kind of doing a little bit of work at home, sending the kids tutoring, but not breaking through that barrier. And what I mean by not breaking through that barrier is, let's say every single week, the kids are getting like 60% in the trial test, 55% in the trial test. So they pass the 50% mark. They're kind of getting in that mid-range, right? The lower mid-range, which is like 55, 60%. And again, the kids are getting that week in, week out. What solution? You need to do more questions. So once they have built their foundation, what do you need to do? You need to do more questions and you need to manage your time, right? So what does that mean? That means doing like 300 questions a week, right? Doing at least 50 questions a day, 15 minutes a day, a minute per question, 300 questions a week. If you're not doing that, again, you're wasting your time. You're not going to get 300 questions from many tutoring centers. So again, that's a problem, right? So you need to source those questions yourself and you need to do a minimum of 300 questions a week. If you're doing OC prep, you need to do a minimum of 500 questions a week if you're doing selective prep. That's the bare minimum. If you don't do that volume of training, it's kind of like, okay, let's say you're preparing for a marathon and every single day you just walk like a kilometer. Is it going to work? Of course not, right? And your parents don't think like that. Parents are like, oh yeah, my kid's gone here, my kid's gone there, my kid's gone everywhere. Well, how many questions are they doing every single week? And how many of those questions are they fully understanding? If they don't understand all the questions that they're doing, then what's the point? You know what I mean? So, so, if, so if you're at the 50, 65% range, are you doing 300 to 500 questions a week? And are you breaking down all those questions? Are you understanding all of them? Again, parents can be like, well, Stephen, that's a lot. I can't do it. Well, then again, you told me that you wanted to get in selective. You told me that you want to get an OC. What do you want? Again, it depends all on what you want and if you're serious enough. If you're serious enough, you'll do it. If you're not serious, you won't do it. It's like weight loss, right? If you're not serious about weight loss, no matter what kind of diet, no matter what kind of exercise regimen, you're not going to lose weight. But if you feel enough pain, 
If you can drive your kid to do it, then you'll get the results, right? So again, that's pretty easy. Level three parent, I don't think we need to talk about for this fireside chat. I think we can leave it to the next one. But I hope you guys understand the, the basic premise that I'm, I'm telling you guys right now, which is as a parent, you need to take on more responsibility. I understand for a lot of you guys, it might be a little bit difficult. But again, if you're aiming for those kind of top end schools, that's a very important thing to kind of consider. Take more responsibility for your child. Understand what your duty is as a parent. A, par a child cannot exceed the parent's ability, right? So you will never ever see uh, low quality parents with high quality kids. That never ever happens, right? You only see high quality parents with low quality kids. So in other words, you need to increase your level, your capacity as a parent. You need to improve that before you can do anything else. Thanks guys. Hope, hopefully you guys found that useful. Again, I'll hopefully be doing more of these fireside chats in the uh, next few um Next few weeks, next few days, now that we're nearing the end of the term, obviously there is more time uh, for me to talk to you guys on more of a personal basis. If you enjoyed the video, please comment down below. Um, and again, if you are interested in doing any of the three, four day challenges, please make sure that you check out the group, right? I'm always uploading new three, four day challenges. So if you're currently in year two, or sorry, year three, all the way to year six, and you're looking for some training, if you if you want to figure out what Scully is about, stay tuned on the Facebook page. Make sure that you follow every single post. Um, and that's it for me today. Thanks, guys. And I'll see you guys all very soon. Bye.